Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 102. 102. 102. I'm Corey. My name's Nick. You think you know that? His name's Nick. He thinks you know that. You might not. No, you do. You do, I guess. Sure. Take his word for it. But this week, do we have a guest, a special <laughs> guest. We I do. He's, he's a Don't guy. believe he's ever been on this podcast for the whole 102 episodes, have you? Have you been on a B-Movie Breakdown? Before it was its own thing. I don't when think it was, so. Because well, we used to do it on Potty Mouths, which yeah. you used to be on. And you, yeah, I don't so believe I actually have. Well, you're a precursor. You're a precursor. You were awaiting. This day I was, was on, always I was looming. on the spinny of the spinoff. You're on the exactly. Which is now much longer than the original. This that's, is, that's how it goes sometimes. It happens. So... Oh, no, what was like a longer... Oh, how long was Frazier? Cody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cody Wyoming <laughs> is, our, is our special I was, guest. I was thinking of Cheers. Like, how, then how long was Frazier? Yeah. Which one went on longer? Cheers definitely went on longer than Frazier. Uh, Frazier was on for like 10 seasons. Frazier was like for 23 seasons. Yeah, I don't know about uh, that. <laughs> Google it. Google it. I'm not wrong. Google it. Frazier. It's been on like longer it's, than The Simpsons. It's totally correct. Like, it's true. Simpsons, that's what is, yeah, Simpsons. That yeah, like 26 on. or something? Anyway, anyway, the uh, B Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low budget, lesser known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie Jeez. will be re- revealed on the prior episode, usually towards the end, so you two can join in on the madness. You can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes. Ooh. If you've heard of that new thing called on our iTunes. website, bnbpodcast.com, on any favorites. sort of podcast app like Stitcher or the app that comes on your iPhone that's called Podcast, that's synced with iTunes, subscribe there. We got a new logo that's on the iTunes it, and everything. Got some new colors to show you. We got some new colors. Yeah. Some oranges, some blues, some purples. These colors don't run. They don't they do not run. They, they do not run. They stay there. And you if you want to reach out to us about a movie you want us to watch or about a movie we have watched, you can reach us on our website and leave a comment there. Email bnbpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at bnbpodcast or on our Facebook page just search B Movie Breakdown. Somebody did send us a message this week, and we thank them for that. Thank uh, you. They're glad that we are back doing episodes, so that's uh, pretty pretty damn sweet. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to... It would be nice to thank that specific individual. Do you have a name? Oh. <laughs> do I? Oh, do I? Do I have a name? I mean, if you send us messages, we will thank you, and then not and then not acknowledge mention who, you. Yeah, mention just, who you were. Just forget you. We don't care. It's like you know who you are. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, just like send we know us that, that message. Paul Adonis Rawlings. There is we go. His Facebook name. Well, oh, should we have actually said that? Yeah, now? I don't know. Nick was like, <laughs> Nick was like, we can't say his name. Probably could have so just been like, name. oh, Paul. You, you know? can plug his site. He told us to go there. Oh yeah, he yeah, said that's he why I mentioned it. He has a Facebook page that's. Uh, Films of Fury. Check it out on Facebook. That's Check that was. His, this is what yeah, I was getting yeah, to. Check out his page. Check yeah. it out. He's, yeah. He wants to do some cross promotion. So uh, well, thank you for that. And uh, yeah, a little link in the the internet is a connection of linking of tubes. So let's link them together yeah. a little tighter. Thank you for the cross promotion, and yeah, you're welcome right. for this cross promotion. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So if you're wondering what the movie was, <laughs> the movie is that we're watching this week is the 1981 film Roar. It, it is, is uh, dubbed one of the most dangerous films ever made. I sug- highly suggest going on YouTube. I'll throw the link in the description yeah. for the trailer because the trailer is absolutely insane. Uh, Drafthouse Films did put this movie out about a year ago. They found it. Found it and put it out just like they did for Miami Connection, a movie that we here on the podcast do love. Well, at least I do because I've seen it out of these two. I've, well, I've, <laughs> so, been, on, I've been on it every episode, so I've seen so it. So you've seen it. Yes, yeah. this is correct. We've established this before. Every single one, yeah. So if you have it... From day one. If you have the chance, I'm sure you can download it on iTunes or any other way maybe or just buy it on Blu-ray. It's on Amazon. It's on Draft House, Draft House Films' website. Uh, Roar from 1981. It's uh, it's pretty wild. It's pretty absurd. It so. is wild. It is wild to say the least. Literally, there is so much wilderness in this movie. 
There's a lot of jungleness. So much wild events occur. A lot of roaring. <laughs> this movie is a. It's a. It's a. Just a. It's a horror. Uh, oh, good one. A, uh, All right, so horror. 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 I think we got it, Roar Man. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not Roar Man. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I am not Roar Man. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah, yeah. Nick, wait till there's, the, there's a few more names that get made. Up. We don't address them now. Nick, Nick Roarman. Yeah, Nick Roarman. Oh, it's like a, that could be like a dinosaur roar there. I can deal with that. Oh, there you go. Nick Roarman. Nick Roarman. Uh, that's I don't like. It. I'm over it. <laughs> it's right. already it's yeah. already done. Already done. So sit back and relax <laughs> and enjoy episode 102 of B Movie Breakdown 1981's Roar. It's the best of the worst. Could a butthole play for a plane ticket to Africa? Yeah. No. <laughs> Assy McGee. What? Assy McGee. He was a, like a butt. And he had a, I thought that was in, the name of a lion. Yep, that was the name of one of the lines in the movie. Assy McGee. McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do one thing and then, then yell at me when I'm, I don't understand? <laughs> I don't See, understand. I'm trying to make you just as confused as this movie made everybody Ooh. else. You're not working. You confuse me more than the movie does. Because in this movie, this is this is the this is the plot line off of IMDb. Okay. Right. Ready. Plot. IMDb. Ravening jungle beasts assemble in flocks to invade an otherwise quiet home where they chase humans up and down stairways from one room to another. That's correct. Other than they're not invading the home because they already fucking live there. I was gonna say yeah. Otherwise, yeah. There's no otherwise. That's all it is. It's just a house full of lions. Yeah. And tigers and panthers. Yeah. And leopards. Oh my. Oh my. And the um, the seagull likes to hang, or the pelican likes to hang outside. He seemed pretty harmless. Yeah, he's just like, I'm here. Ah. <laughs> he, he was like, uh, ah. the, all the birds in the fucking Flintstone cartoons were always like that too. Yeah, it's like, like, ah, I'm just doing my job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what these lions and Crushing tigers and panthers were doing. They're just doing their job. No, they had no job. They were employed. <laughs> they were unemployed. That's why they're they, just yeah. being, being bums around they're the being, house. They're being, lay, they're being layabouts. It's a message. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I honestly can't believe a single animal didn't get hurt during the making of this movie. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. What about, like... Hurting each other, right? No, that doesn't count. If they're just playing. They're just themselves. playing, man. What about uh, that zebra carcass getting dragged everywhere at some point? I mean, that was, like... Yeah, was, did, was, was that, that like, fake they had, zebra? They had to feed the animals. <laughs> yes, but, like... <laughs> yeah, right? so it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't filmed in the making of this movie. It was just dead beforehand. They used it for the making of this movie. Is that how they do it? They went to the Maybe. zebra Like, parts. it doesn't count if you don't film it? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 70 cast and crew members did get... 70. Oh, maybe the zebra was a cast and crew member. <laughs> Referee. He worked the boom mic for <laughs> So he got injured. Because 70 fucking people got hurt, whether they it was did. cast or crew. They did get hurt. Melanie Griffith, as as a youth, was in this movie. She was. She had to get facial reconstructive surgery after this movie. It is very hard to talk about the plot of this movie because you can say it in like one sentence. Like, lions are in a house well, and it's just madness. It stars Noel, Noel Marshall... Who's the main guy? Yeah, Noel. So I is guess. he just like a known lion guy or something? Uh, he was an actor, writer, director, some person like that. Because that's what I was trying to figure out while I was watching this. Because it, you know, it hits you in the big, very beginning with the obvious like 
you know, this is a conservation effort, you know what I mean? They tried yeah. to work the plot in real fast. Yeah, so they, they tried. <laughs> yeah, they tried to work they it in. They tried real fast. Yeah. And his uh, real-life wife at the time, Tippi Hedren, played the yeah. the Madeline, the mom. Uh-huh. And then his real-life daughter, Melanie Griffith, and, well, this is her real-life daughter, Melanie Griffith. Yes. Okay, so she's actually a stepdaughter? To him, yes. Okay. And then Noel Marshall's real-life sons, John and Jerry, were in this movie. Okay. So, like, they were married, so like brothers, sisters type of thing. So it's like a really Brady family. Hollywood family. Well, yeah, the with, deal. with the Lions. So Roar, it, uh, it became known for its troubled production and shooting, which resulted in 70 cast and crew members being injured by the predatory animals used in the film. Which we, there were many. Well, you figured so they, many. They, they really gave up. Like paying attention to what was going on, and they started filming animals. And you can see when people yeah. get, you can see when people are getting injured. Of course, like they're most of the they're they're saying other than the blood on the animals, the blood on the humans was real. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. All right. So when those guys were was... attacked in the fucking lake yeah. by those tigers, real. They were and getting they were fucked. Yeah, up. it was so much blood. That was terrifying. I mean, they only filmed so much because of all the injuries, so right. they had to use what they had. Oh, there was a uh, something that we all basically agreed on uh, near the end that we were, you know, sort of commenting about that same thing. It was like all of the scenes where it featured the actors with, like, trying to do dialogue with the animals. Oh yeah, they're always constantly. It was being just attacked. basically shouting no, around lions. N- and there's so many. <laughs> you so couldn't many, do anything. And there's so many poor cuts too. Like, when there's somebody's being attacked by something, it just cuts to other animals playing somewhere else. <laughs> they clearly had to, like, there's just footage of them trying to get them off of Yeah. Them. Oh, God! Oh, God! Is the very next scene. And it mentions <laughs> how this movie took 11 years to make. What? It was started shooting in 1974. For 11 years. Jeez. The, pr- the film was in production well, for we 11 d- years. We did notice sh- her hair changed at one okay, point. Okay, so the production was 11 <laughs> years. True. The shooting was from 1974 to 1980, so six years in shooting. Jesus Christ! 11 years in production. It was released in 1981, but not in the United States. Its initial... Uh, it was with the initial budget of $2 million. It would ultimately reach to $17 million. And it became one of the biggest box office bombs of all time, only earning two $2 million worldwide. Oh. It was never released in the United States until last year. That hurts. Like when uh, yeah. Draft House Films put it out on Blu-ray. That's good. Like, what a waste of your time. And you get hurt. Uh, Tippi it's Hedren your literal re- life's work. T- you get hurt bad. <laughs> Tippi Hedren actually co-wrote a book in 1985 called Cats of Shambhala about her experience filming this movie. Uh, do we have a gist of what her uh, opinion was? I have to imagine scary. Because, <laughs> I mean, well, this movie was it's... nicknamed the most dangerous movie ever made. Yeah, it's like, what led them to, like, did they just live with these lions? Or did they, like, you know, were they like, oh, let's just do a thing, you know, vaguely about us. You know, it's like, it's like... Like a documentary, but not. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. We're working the plot about... Yeah, we'll make a movie, because that's what we yeah. do, but we also, like, how, like, what was our relationship with the animals? Yeah, I feel like it was basically they wanted to... Was it, like, normal? Like, just everyday life in that shitty yeah, house? Yeah, so they, they like, the owned this... So many walls got knocked down... By Togar, <laughs> oh my God. which we haven't even Togar talked about yet. Togar, the fucking wall destroyer, which is a dist- which is a travesty. So essentially, from what I've read about this movie, is that they they owned this land where all this was on. They were really big, like animal activists, and they wanted to make this movie to show, like, you know, <coughs> these animals are okay, 
And this, because this was in California where this, this land was. What? Yeah. So wait, they just owned a bunch of land that they basically had like a, a mini Africa sitting on? Yeah. What? Because there was like, I mean, other than just the cats, there was like shots with like yeah, fucking actual, elephants and shit. Well, and indigenous peoples of Africa. Like, where do those shots come from? Yeah, I don't know. What? It was, uh, they filmed this after the success of the movie Born Free, which was an Academy Award winning movie. Well, this should be right after About that. animals and things like that. <laughs> so, I don't know. They just, they had the idea to make this movie and about conservation of animals. I have so many questions. But, but it was really more the horror, it was almost a horror movie. Until, yeah. Until it just switched. Until it well, switched well, to lovey-dovey time. Well, I feel like every scene looked the same, whether it was supposed to be during the scary part or the exactly. good part. It was just the backing music that exactly. made it one way or the other. 100%. Like, now we're not terrified! Well, oh. <laughs> well when I was talking about Melanie Yo, Griffith's uh, facial reconstructive surgery, she was mauled by a lion requ- required the plastic surgery. Purportedly received 50 stitches to her face. <laughs> it was feared she would lose an eye, but she recovered and was not disfigured. Jesus. On another occasion, a lion survived. grabbed her hair and wouldn't let go. That, that, that's that, in the film. Yeah, it so is. So when she got mauled, that's not in the movie. Obviously, they're not going to show a human being being where's, face just being destroyed. Where's that footage at? Maybe in the making of oh it. Oh my I don't god. Know. Right? But, um, the cinematographer was mauled and scalped by a lion on set. Scalped? It required over 120 stitches to sew his what? scalp back from where the lion had bitten his head. After medical treatment, he actually returned to production to complete his DOP duties. He probably had to, or he like, would he yeah. get insurance or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't pay to scalp and then, put back on. Director Noel Marshall, who's like the main guy, sure. was attacked by lions so many times, eventually was diagnosed so with gangrene. Many. That's where the gangrene came in, what we saw in the trailer. Well, he was just like constantly in fighting yeah, off just, infection and it eventually get, took over. He just couldn't get healed because he, his body kept getting ripped open. And at one point, he was clawed by a cheetah when protecting <laughs> animals during a brush fire that occurred during filming in 1979. What the fuck? All the animals were evacuated, though it took several years for him to recover from his injuries. Years? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This asshole's trying to help cheetahs the out of brush The assistant director fires? was attacked and mauled by a lion during production of this film. His throat was bitten open, his jaw was bitten, what? and one of the lions attempted to rip his ear off. Jeez. He was also injured in the head, chest, and thigh. Think about how ex- how accidentally easy it would be for a lion to like rip off your ear, though. Yeah, it just like it just hooks yeah, a tooth on you because it's just playing and it's done. Oh, yeah. oh, there it went. And I was totally right about her when her leg got broken. I just jokingly said it? it when she fell off that fucking elephant. What? Yeah. She really got hurt falling off the yeah. elephant? Because I think when the elephant her bucked her off its back, she was riding on top and fell over and broke her leg. Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. And the whole also, elephant scene was terrifying. She was also bitten on the back of the head multiple times by the same lioness, Sherry. Oh, you sure? She wasn't ready to fucking party. Hedron received 38 stitches to her open wounds during the film. Sherry had a thing for that. Yeah, the for incident can be seen in the fi- finished picture. There's definitely parts where, like, uh, I even made that first comment about uh, when he was, like, trying to chew the lions that were fighting each other early on. Yeah. And he, like, definitely, you can see his hands yeah. bleeding profusely yeah. at just, some point. Yep. Like It got bit, and it was just... <coughs> oh, 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 shit, okay, keep going. <laughs> here's, a, here's a good quote from Melanie Griffith from the set. Lions are really tough to act to pl- act... Oh, sorry. Lions are really tough to act to play with. That's a weird... I think it's a typo. 
Not because they are dangerous, but because they are so funny. They upstage you every time. If you're in the shot with a lion, you just know everyone is looking at the cat instead of you. True. You, yeah. Maybe because <laughs> it's pawing you in the face. Yeah. And jumping on your shoulders. Because it's an unpredictable, like, oh, what the fuck's going to happen? Like, that's all the movie is. It's all that you see, like... Did someone die there? Like, yeah. what the fuck happened? When did all these injuries occur? And to was finance that, that this, to finance this movie. Yeah. Oh God! To, Hedron and Marshall had to mortgage their assets, including their ranch. They had to sell their Beverly Hills home, 120 acres of prime real estate in the San Fernando Valley, and other assets to complete this picture. Like, it's not worth. Which it, guys. they never got a return on, and then all their fucking yeah yeah hillbilly gone. conservation efforts and the fucking. Jungles of California. The California. It's a desert. <laughs> Go to it's waste. a desert. I was thinking money wise, who the fuck would insure this film? Yeah. Nobody apparently. Yeah. Like, jeez. We're gonna film a movie with a bunch of lines for years. No thanks, we're out. You know, as if. <laughs> right, because the longer you stretch this fucker out, there's just even more chance for injury. Like. How, how efficient was, like, a shooting schedule? It seemed like a lot of it, during the filming, they just made jokes about things. Like, oh, they're just being silly. Oh, the lion just has a tennis shoe fetish. That's why it keeps biting my feet. Everything was, like, awkward, just, like, nervous joking. Yeah. Very much And so. then, at one point during the promotion of the film, Tippi Hedren said that there was gonna... There would never be a Roar 2. Oof. Why did she even have to say Oof. that? That's pretty specific. Why would she even have to say that? Isn't it obvious after the amount of damage that was done to if that movie everything? If that movie would have made back all its investments and then some, there would have been a roar. Two, three, more people would have got hurt, probably killed, because that's what people would have wanted to see. They didn't, which is probably for the best, thank God. But I mean, once you hear about the movie's plot, why would anyone go pay a theater ticket to see this? No one. Yeah. There's a bunch of lions running around. There's an elephant. He really hates boats. And, <laughs> and, the, and, the whole con- and the whole concept for the movie came about because he wanted to allow big cats to do pretty much as they wanted to do, thereby... They did. Like, just scientifically technique... Like, he just wanted to, like, scientifically show that these cats can coexist with humans. Oh, man. You know it what? was. It's just a proper... You know, proper... What's that word? Propaganda. Proper, yeah. You know, when you want to just film animals and, like, people doing... Like, it's called a documentary... Like, why try and work this narrative around? Yeah, yeah, these it's, kids, it's like this weird meshing of reality and, inside of a know. house. Yeah, it's pulled. you know what it is. It's like pre-reality TV. Yeah, well, it's so like scripted, oh, let's put you in this goofy little situation well, and see even, what happens. They even admit we, that they don't blame the cats because they just you know, don't know enough a... about them to stay out of trouble. Jeez, because they're just wild fucking animals. Well, yeah, and they're like way three times as much. It's like the oh, okay, here recent news where they had to. Uh, Shoot the gorilla because the baby or whatever fell right. down in there. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, you know, they just handle them dangerously. And it's like, you know, because like a gorilla baby, they just chuck them around. These lines were actually cutting people like, up yeah, and biting like, them. Literally yeah, you can like literally And no one got shot. Like, that's incredible. No lines got murdered because Yeah, they but were it was back in the people. day when like you could get away with weird shit. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, this PC no one's could... filming this fucker today. Just, uh, you no. know what it is? It's that fucking guy that gets murdered. Bear documentary. That's today. Like that's true. Yeah. Hey, that's... look at this psycho fucking path. I, I know we don't pay him millions of dollars. Nope. It's like, oh, this is like nope. some creepy found footage. I like... can't believe <laughs> no one died during the making of this movie. Honestly, it's a testament to the dirt. The guy who played John, well, John Marshall. Yeah. He was the first victim during the making of the movie. Victim. He was attacked by a lion who clamped his jaw on his head. 
It took 25 minutes to get the line off John's head and resulted in 56 what? stitches. What? That just shows you how durable human beings could, can be. Could you imagine everyone just standing around like, trying to get this line? He just on. like has to lay there for nearly a half hour. Like, just, okay, this is terribly painful and horrifying. Let go. Yeah. But the line could have crushed his skull. It was just holding him for fun. Yeah, it's like, huh? Just fucking around. <laughs> I got you. Got you, bitch. And then, apparently, <laughs> they, they ended up regretting, like, putting the animals in the situation they put him in to make this movie. Oh, well, man. Even though they... they should. Even though this was their idea with their fucking land and their fucking insanity. Well, I mean, you know, you have an idea. Not everybody acts on that idea. They decided to act on that idea. Literally act. Kind of trying, at least, when the lines were clamping <laughs> their jaws on their faces. I wonder it's if normal, the, it's normal stuff. I wonder if the preserve still is open because it says uh, after the filming of this movie in California, like later on, the came became the Shambhala Preserve. No, it's closed off now, like Camp Crystal Lake. You don't want to go back. <laughs> you want to go back to where all these? Oh, it's no, it's totally still open. You can go visit this. But they don't own so, it. No, they don't own it. But you Adopt can, a wild one. You don't want to do that. But you can Jeez. totally go visit this place. and It probably and, means, like, you know, like you pay for it and, and they you, send no, you little pictures. It means you have to live with it. <laughs> it's o- yours now. Overnight tent stays. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> this is like the discussion we had about it was a good discussion. safaris. I'm pretty sure all the animals are... Why is every... <laughs> why do you go on a safari and not, like, a crystal clear, like, tank... Or armored troop carrier. Safari tours. Why is it like a bus every, with open windows? Every, every a Jeep, fucking vehicle is a Jeep open. with no roof. I've never rich. heard of air conditioning. I'm rich. I got lots of money. Money is my shield. No, it's not. That's Money's a wild animal. My shield. That's a wild animal. It's not your shield. Go back home. Yeah. Safaris, dude. But yeah, you can totally go visit this. It's part of the Roar Foundation. Oh, what's the mission Shit. statement? They set up Shit. a foundation after the making of this movie, the Roar Foundation. Because I felt so bad. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and Tippi Hedren, she still runs this, apparently. Oh, shit, she's got her fingers in it. Yeah, she's the president of the Roar Foundation. Her signature Shimla. doesn't doesn't look like English. There's like birds around it. Looks like Arabic. Arabic bird no, it's writing? Weird. It's very swirly. It clearly says Tippi Hedren, but then there's like fancy things around it. I gotta birds. look at this now. Look what at it. Fuck? You made everybody, a visual everybody else, thing. yeah, if you're listening to this, All look right, at, yeah, it looks a bit. Look at Tippi Hedren's signature. Go on the, Post uh, it on the yeah. page. Go on shambala.org. You guys suck. <laughs> it totally can happen. We can post this little signature on there. Bloop. Signature deported. All right, it's been deported. Why has it been deported? So one thing I want to know is, one thing I want to know is, how did it take so long for this movie to get rediscovered? Like, Um, I mean, why did something get buried? I don't know. But why? When did they start and when did it finish? Like, is it really that long or did it like just finish yesterday and we think it's super old because it started so long ago? What do you mean? Uh, Like the rediscovery? Well, yeah, like, if it took 11 years to make, like, when's, well, yeah, but they, it, when's it, the movie from? It was released in 1981. Released in 81? Yeah, yeah. it's old. So they've been working on it since, like, fucking 69 or something? Yeah. So it was released 70? in 81, bombed hard, yeah. no one ever oh, talked Jesus. about it ever again. So, like, it just got pushed away because, like, no one cared about it. Yeah, but you would think a movie that was so dangerous... You would think so. But, like, I don't know, people have other things to pay attention to. I don't know, they... Like, there was no there was no internet to have buzz. Like, it came out in some places, nobody saw it, just went away. There's nobody around to keep talking yeah, about Yeah, but look it. at Faces of Death, something like that. It's like fake-ass shit. But, I mean, I You know, not, that was like, oh I, my god, gotta rent this movie. Oh, right? you know. Like, I mean, everybody was like, this was like, I can't believe this thing exists. 
You know, it, it, would, it was also like it was it was also when the, if I remember it was also when the video store with like a big skull that said faces of death. That gets people's attention. If you saw the fucking cover Not of this someone movie... someone probably gets you, hurt and you, you don't the, notice If you saw the, the cover movie. of this movie and it said Roar, the most dangerous movie ever made... Let me see the cover well, so I can... Well, this one's different. This is one specifically one, for the Blu-ray. Well, I imagine you're not trying to... I mean, their whole promotion was like animal conservation, not... No. Look how terrifying our lives were for 11 then why, years. Then like, why so many years later are they okay with this coming out and with uh, all this shit being put on it, the trailer being... Because they... With absurd humans, quotes yeah. about Mufasa with a fucking Humans and lions separated by 65 million years. Tra- oh, wait, no, that's tragedy not... Tragedy plus comedy equals time. Or <laughs> the other one, you know no, what I mean. No, we'll stick with it. <laughs> but I totally... I, I would totally love to watch... <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. That's fine. Nailed it. So, <laughs> you nailed it. It's fine. I uh, I would totally love to watch the making of this movie and equation. the uh, and the Q and A that was done when they did this re-release. Is that on the Blu-ray? Yeah. Yeah. See, that stuff's maybe because there's. I mean, that's good stuff. Maybe it should be in our brains, just because there's so little plot. It's just lions attacking. Yeah, this movie <coughs> the is Earth. like I can't really. I couldn't really explain to well, you. Well, there is a plot. It is. It just sucks. It is this guy. It's he true. lives on this like yeah. lion reserve. Pres- dad, dad, and mom separated. Thank you. Please do this. Dad and mom separated. The 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 mother and the children all are from and the father originally from Chicago. Chicago. Apparently. Midwest you know, home, town, yeah, and so, uh, yep. and then the father went off to uh, live his separation with these lions in Africa. <laughs> he, he needed some quiet time to reflect on his marriage. He explained why he was there. He was trying to prove some sort of like scientific study. Well, exactly. It was like which is like the real life. Well, story. the idea of you the only, movie. you only do that because you separate from yeah. your wife. This is this is where you yeah. start to get the blur. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so it's yeah. like, oh, now we're going to do this whole thing. I'm going to go open up my horizons. I'm going to go to Africa and, and then, play with some lions. And then basically he's supposed to he's supposed to pick up, you know, the wife and children from the airport and he never does because his he uh there's some misadventures along the way. Yeah, his And friend, then so yeah. they then eventually they get to the uh the house and then that's when the chaos ensues for them. Cuz yeah, dad isn't there. So that's the whole plot basically. But yeah. Well, and what's like um, oh, well, there is... We do get a hint of, like, good guys and bad guys. Like, the movie starts out yes. trying to give you something. Because, like, a bunch of people show up <laughs> and, like, this is a bad idea. You shouldn't have these lines and stuff here. He's like, oh, it's fine. Leave them alone. <laughs> just gotta keep them alive. Gotta well, keep, I'm gonna go to the fucking Gotta keep committee. them living. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, before these people leave on their boats, the tigers sink the boats and start mauling people for real. I, 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 I made the note, uh, fucking tiger pirates. Because the, they, they, they seriously they, they, they sink do. two boats. And they do it so casually. And, uh, fucking, I just, you know, it's like the, all of the animals hate boats in this. They don't like boats. The oh, yeah, the destroyed boat, destroys a boat. Like, what the fuck? That's a message about nature and technology. Thing yeah. is, though, like, this movie... Man wasn't meant to float on water. This movie also <laughs> definitely makes you feel... Oh, it's unnerving. Like you're in it's, danger. It's unnerving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's unnerving. Yeah. yeah. Like, all the attacks, when they, when he's just, like, running, all of a sudden, just fucking <coughs> six to seven to who, to 20 fucking tigers just, and oh lions just run up on him and maul him. It's so, at the beginning, it's, it's just, so frustrating. He gets knocked on his ass constantly. It's so, but, like, as the more you watch the movie, the more you just accept, oh, lions are everywhere. Yeah. The, the threat of each individual lion is diminished because there's so many, but no... They're all lions. <laughs> and uh, a lot of the lions do have names, three of which were named in the credits because they, they felt like it was unfair to not name the three main lions that were prominently <laughs> featured. It was 
Uh, Robbie. There's Robbie. He's like the good lion. There's there's even like they even set up the a blood feud dynamic. Oh, there was Robbie lions. Sherry who was the uh, lioness. Yes. And then so there were four. Gary, <laughs> Robbie's son. It even said Gary, Gary as yeah. Robbie's son Gary. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know why that needed to be said in the credits. Gary didn't do much. He just slept. And uh, sat around the hallway. And then there was Togar. 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 Which is just a lion, mangy, grungy as hell, covered in blood all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think in a movie like a movie where you where you're describing that it would have some sort of like be this epic like thing you or just, something. Nope. And no, nope. this movie is literally always just, covered in blood. This movie is just, just literally you're watching people be attacked by lions. They did give Togar some backstory. Well, f- um, um, what, was <laughs> it John? Possible backstory. Well, uh, there's po- there's actual backstory and no. possible backstory. The possible backstory was that he just threw it out there that yeah, Robbie and Togar, I think they're brothers. <laughs> what? Okay. So like Robbie's like noble, you know, Mufasa. But what did and Togar is like you know Scar, Scar in the jungle, this creepy guy who evidently Togar had been. This is where the um the backstory becomes. It stops being possible backstory, and he, like, states that, like, yeah, Togar takes food away from Pride's Alliance. Like, he just <laughs> takes it away from, like, he's got to be pretty tough to be able to do that. Well, kind of. a real badass. He's a super badass, super badass loner lion. But Robbie still shuts him the fuck down every time. Yeah, they, there's confrontations. Um, once the family gets into the house, and they're dealing with lots of normal, quote-unquote, lions, which just terrifies them. These <laughs> lions aren't doing much. They're just running around like you've seen them do. But then, I mean... You know, Togar gets involved, and he spooks... He's just running through the house. Then he starts... He notices the family. He starts not... And then he's like, walls. oh, I want to I visit this family. Yeah. Oh, they're <laughs> in another room? I'm going to go into this room. I don't need doors. I'm a lion. Yeah, they're... they're Knocks the wall the down. The chase scene from, like, room to room, an infinite number of rooms So in many house. rooms are connected by just <laughs> yeah. doors. And that scene, like, when the family finally arrives, you know, the family's like, oh, we're going to go visit our dad. The mom's like, maybe we can make up. They arrive, he's not there, even though he knew they were coming, and he's he knows gone. all these fucking lions are in their house. So he's a total dick. Like, he knows well, his, his boat, he was danger. going to the community, but his boat got sunk by a tiger. That's what they do. They, they brought those tigers with! <laughs> I know, then they like, followed. Like I know. the tigers jumped down and sank the boat. The tigers were, came with on the boat, and then it sank, and they're just like, fuck. So many, <laughs> this movie, so many times in this movie, it was just like, Fuck! I guess we gotta change the scene and what's happening now because of animals fucking everything up. I bet. I bet. They capsized the boat. I bet some of those fucking difficulties weren't even written originally. It was just like, oh fuck! They literally well, sank no, the boat. No, things just had to change <laughs> because think, of what happened yeah. in the fucking movie. Do you think this script was like Tiger sinks this boat? Tiger sinks this boat. <laughs> Tiger sinks this boat. <laughs> they probably made that fucking black dude sleep in the tree all night. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, oh, we can't get you they, down. You're stuck up here because uh, animals are trying to kill you. We'll yeah, come back in the morning with a fucking car. Yeah, the guy, the boat, the boat driver constantly is just used by fucking Mativo. John. Mativo. I think his name was Mativo, yeah. He just gets fucking used all the He's time. He's like this normal a guy. Distraction. This is a Distract the tigers while I run away. Basically. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Yeah, Basically. They, they took bikes from a village. Oh, with their fucking intimidation tactics. <laughs> they come in with a fucking group of tigers. <laughs> the tiger duo. They're like, oh, is it cool if we take these bikes? <laughs> like, oh yeah, get the fuck out of here with your fucking tigers. The scene starts with so many villagers outside, and then they're, <laughs> they in, they're, in, their, they're in their houses so fast. Uh, and then just the tiger bites. Oh, yeah, they're like running with the like, cattle and yeah. shit. They're ah. like, oh, get the animals inside so <laughs> yeah, they don't get, get fucking the bison. Eaten. Yeah, they the take, ox. They the ox take is the fucking, water buffalo. That's what it they was. They had to take their fucking milk supply in the tent with them so they didn't get fucking eaten. 
<laughs> you just stole the bikes. But he did say there's they have bikes up there, so it made it seem like at first, like, <laughs> oh, you know. We have bikes up there. They have bikes up there that we can just take against their will. <laughs> We're just going to steal them. I'll bring them back. Intimidation. Tiger, well, one of them. In the house. If you remember. In the house. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they get in a fucking bike accident. That was an accident. That wasn't. That was real. They literally crashed into each other in an accident, and then a tiger came running up to them because they crashed, and they're like, "I had to run up the tree." That was real. That wasn't part of the movie. I don't they know about to, that. And then he's, no, okay. them crashing into each other was fake. As, I mean, it was, well, how, it was real as fuck. It was not fake. And then it, how, how about the way to distract <laughs> the tigers? First, he says, "Hang from the tree and dangle your legs." That'll distract him. I'll get on this bike and drive away. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, your I'm, fucking I'm not legs. doing that. So then he takes his shirt off on Mativo and starts dangling his jacket. And that's when John jumps on his fucking bike. Not a motorbike. It's a pedal bike. Yeah. <laughs> just pedals rides away. away. Pedals away off into the distance. <laughs> so Mativo's in a tree with his shirt off with two tires just jumping at him. And then John goes to meet these guys hanging out like this little, uh, he asks about a his family. Airport. I think it was the airport, yeah. Yeah, where like, he finally was like, oh, I should have picked him up like yeah. hours ago. And then he's like, you got a car? No, you got a car? No, Leonard. Then he guilts Leonard and give him his uh, car. Fucking poor playing mechanic. Which, he ruins Leonard's car. Yep, yeah. yep, driving like a dickhead. Well, because he had two tires in the backseat. He's fucking flying through the fucking jungle. And his, and his <laughs> and friend this fucking, like, old ass, old-timey ass car. Yeah, I don't know, like a... It was like in the 30s. Car, like. He had some Jungle Book shit. Yeah. And, then, and then he's like trying to like, yeah, oh my god. One he goes off a cliff because he blows a tire. While this whole time his family is being tortured by fucking lions. Constantly. They're being walked on by like 60 fucking lions at a like time. It was like horror film music. It was like Cujo. It was like Cujo style like shit going on. It was. You know, the lions are busting through the fucking walls. Yep. I mean, obviously some of that <laughs> shit was probably filmed separately from sure. when the people were in the rooms. Sure. But it definitely gave that fucking sense of terror from previously in the movie when you're scared shitless because it's Not to mention lions. everyone... Everyone falls off the roof at some point. Yeah. What John in, in barrels? John fucking goes off the roof on his motorcycle. How does that happen? <laughs> he gets scared, he gets spooked. Woo! Like, I, I said he was like, the most inconsistent part of this fucking movie because like it was like he would do something incredible followed by something terrible immediately. It would Seriously. Be like, you know, like, when he first jumped on the motorcycle, he was, like, fucking flying everywhere and, like, getting sideways and hey, shit and almost yeah. flying over the handlebars and almost hitting lions and shit. And then, and then so all of a sudden, he, like, does some mega jump out of fucking nowhere, completely unnecessary. Around lions. What about when Melanie Griffith <laughs> was on the floor during all this attack and when they come in the room and they see her, the one guy goes... What are you doing on the floor? <laughs> well, I'm being fucking attacked. That's They're how I ended so up there. They're also nonchalant, but also terrified. It doesn't make they, any when, sense. When they get to the house, it's funny how it changes so quickly. Mom's like, oh, open up the windows. Dad'll love this. Don't do that. <laughs> and they literally let in every animal. <laughs> they did. Every animal. It's, well, and then, it's not like when they opened the door already, there weren't like 500 lions in the true. fucking house waiting for them. I don't even think many lions came through the windows. But like it was just the idea. Like, like Now he, all the windows are open. And they were exploring the house. John went upstairs. Even, when, out even when he was at home before they got well, there, he's like sitting son. on the stairs, and the lines are just attacking each other while he's sitting on the stairs. Yeah, him, friend, him <clears> and Mativa <throat> were trying to just drink some like whiskey or rum or some some kind of alcoholic drink. It's like, oh, don't worry about. It. They're just playing the whole movie. They're just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine, it's fine that they're attacking each other, but they're clearly getting riled up, and it doesn't help that humans are around for right. them to just, like... They don't know the difference between playing with each other and playing with humans. Kill them. Fucking yeah. take them down, yeah. bloody all over. I bet those two guys with the guns really fucking died. 
just want to tell you. Oh, yeah, the bad guys. Yeah, the by, ba- which we, at the midpoint, almost thought they were going to become the good guys. Well, you think they yeah, were saving like, the family. Like, no. There's this whole torture of the family story going on, and but, the dad's nowhere to be fucking seen. But they, they don't even make it back, because Togar eviscerates them both. <laughs> so Togar saves the day from all of his family and friends from getting Togar, killed. Togar, I feel at this point, Togar's just misunderstood. He, gets, he becomes, he's the hero at the end. He saves his, all of his uh, kin from getting killed. By murdering the gunmen who are coming to rescue the family, essentially. But then he, <laughs> he comes back to the group and attacks Robbie, but then they become friends. Yeah, That's everybody a, becomes friends at the end of this thing. It changes so well, fast. Well, the music Ugh. is just very abrupt, like, too. It'll be like, Right. Like, like what the fuck just happened? They go to sleep overnight in a, in what they thought was a safe haven. <laughs> well, they, had to, they had to escape the lions. The all the lions and open. tigers come in, sleep with them, because they all sleep together at night. It's like, oh, I guess we could all be friends. And then the next day, this little happy music's playing, and they're all petting each other. And then <laughs> it's all fucking happy-go-lucky. Sometimes, until sometimes when they're like climbing across logs, having fun with tigers, the woman trips and falls. She's laying down. They just stomp on her fucking head over the fucking log, <laughs> and then laying on top of her until the guy has to come and fucking save him. It is very weird how fast it goes from being absolutely terrifying. And they're like happy to see the dad. Like, oh, not fuck you for ditching us. Oh, and seriously. Living us with all these fucking lions it, it does, and tigers. It does feel like there's a scene like in, um, you know, um, Planet Terror, where the like a reel's missing. And it's like, oh, oh, everything's fine now. Yeah. <laughs> everything's great. Everything's great. They tried so hard to get away from that house. They escape. Like, oh, there's another house to save from lions surrounded by a fence. We're safe. Except for all the lions again. Well, they, they locked the fence once they escaped the house in the terror. Keep in mind, everyone's already flown off the roof a million times. Bikes have flown around. They hide in barrels. The lions push these barrels off the roof. They fly. An elephant fucking destroys a barrel. That they tried to escape. Oh, the tusk went through there. It they could order. That was great. They did try before they got into this safe house that I am describing. They did try to escape in a boat, but then, you know. Tiger sink that one. It got too close to shore. Tiger sinks it. Then an elephant gets involved. Oh, no, they sink it. That's right. They fucking capsize it themselves. They yeah. do. They do. But they put, they get back in it. And then they go to go to the shore, and then there's an elephant that just is more pissed than the lions. Like this, the elephant was probably a good actor. He probably wasn't legitimately pissed like everything else, like the lions were, because he's like throwing the boat <laughs> in his tusks. He's flipping it around, so that's destroyed. But then once they escape to their house, as you had mentioned, this safe little safe haven, um, they get inside, and you think you'd close the door, right? <laughs> you think you'd try and lock it, right? No. And if you're in a terrifying situation. Just of, pass out. Well, of course, you just fall asleep. You, you're not on pins and needles, <laughs> super vigilant. No, you fall into I, no, a deep exa- sleep. You're exhausted. You from fall the, into a deep the... sleep where 25 to 30 million lions walk into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. And then they just fall asleep around you. And like, you have no C- idea. The days before CG when you could just have 25 to 30 million real-life lions. It was a preserve, and they summoned them all in. <laughs> Summoned them. Yeah, they they, they blew, did though. They blew like a whistle. But just imagine if this like was a lion whistle. whistle. Just imagine <laughs> if this, if this was the lions. If they remade this movie, it'd be it would CGI lions. So that would be the worst movie. Maybe there'd actually be a story though. Maybe it would be interesting. Maybe no, it had just as little story. Let's be honest, because the reason you go to see that movie is just to see lions. It, but you don't get to see real lions. You see CGI lions. But maybe there wouldn't that be so many awful. scenes interrupted by lions. True. Oh, so I, then you want to take away the authenticity of this movie? It's main selling point. <laughs> I didn't really have a selling Legitimate point. human beings, yeah, because they don't pay to see. <laughs> I said the biggest, uh, the thing I noted was like the the biggest change, right? Because you said they sleep and everything's okay. It was like they were just jet lagged. 
They're like, ah, oh, it was our fault. I'm sorry. I just get cranky when I fly. <laughs> yeah. Just needed a yep. nap. Yep. Now everything's cool. Yeah, the lions are just trying to console them. Or the lions flew with the people. I was talking about the people. Like, what if the people were jet lagged? Because they flew in an airplane. That's where they passed out. Yeah. And the whole movie, the lions are just like, hey, it's all right. Hey, it's cool. Let's just cuddle. <laughs> no. There was no cuddling. No. This blood. Oh, there was that great moment at the very end when uh, uh, the boat driver gets to ride a lion. Oh, yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, why was he trying to do that? (laughs) For one thing... Was that, like, from the first day? (laughs) For one thing, though, the end of this movie was basically a music video. Well, yeah, because how else is it going to end? Well, in the very beginning, I was like, is this, like, a National Geographic documentary or something? Yeah, with that sweet song playing for, like, at least, like, five, six minutes, and then the end was like Just a like five, six of, minute song. You know, really nice flamingo shots and zebra. So many zebras. So many zebras. But yeah, this movie is just, it's wild. It's fucking wild. It I is wild. I say wild, but like, this is like wild. I can't believe like, it. It's like, <laughs> like pretty wild. I can't believe it's it took wilderness. this long for this movie to get rediscovered. I can't believe it took from 1981 to 2016 for this movie to get rediscovered. You need the internet, man. Needs more self awareness. Like to build a family. I, I don't even know. It wasn't even the internet because this is just Draft House Films finding another, like they did with Miami Connection. They found this movie that nobody fucking saw, yeah. nobody cared about, and they rebirthed it and gave it this life. But like with with uh, with Miami Connection, maybe it's just because no one else was looking for it. Yeah, and nobody else was except for these film buffs, nerds in Texas, nothing else to do, and then they just like let's find weird, obscure movies and yeah. put them in our theater. People come out to see them, and they're like, shit, let's try to get the people involved in this and come out. And they come out, and like, oh, what if we fucking put this on Blu-ray? Maybe people will fucking buy it. Yeah. And it works. That's what it takes. Imagine how many hidden gems are that we don't even know yet. What's still lurking? Ooh. Just below the surface. In the depths. In the depths. The depths of cinema. The depths of hell. The depths of cinema. Whoa. The depths of hell. hell. Cinema. Well, yeah, you that's, that's the the next podcast name. Cinema <laughs> Hell. Cinema Hell. Why is that's a good podcast name? <laughs> Cinema Hell rules. That's great. That's gonna be like a subheader. <laughs> movie breakdown. Cinema Hell. <laughs> That'll be the. Uh, it's like after, I feel like after the episode reboot. 100, it's the like the reboot. Of, <laughs> the soft reboot. The rebranding. I feel like I feel like the. Uh, I want to draw that. I feel picture. like after like once like the mid 90s hit, definitely movies that were like really terrible. They stood out more, and they became more of a bigger deal. Maybe because the internet was becoming more of a thing. I think so. Uh, but like, definitely, like you had your like your like Speed Two Cruise Control. Like that was like notoriously, that was just like awful. Yep. And bad. it doesn't get buried. People still joke about Speed Two Cruise Control and how fucking bad it is. Yeah, it is. And uh, I mean, this movie it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was just it just what <laughs> it just is an insane thing to watch. Like you, you. I feel like. Because there'll if never be party, another one. I feel like if there's a party going on, you can just pop this in. And then start <laughs> You'd be playing, like, what the fuck is pe- going on? And people just casually drinking and having fun, and then all of a sudden they're just like, You're... what the fuck is going on on this TV? There's people being attacked by lions. I feel like oh, this happen. is a movie. This is not like some like YouTube video I put on. This is a real fucking movie. I feel that should happen all the time. Just put this movie on? I think most parties... <laughs> yes, without this telling anybody... This movie. So when they look over... And they're just out of their fucking mind. What are we watching? <laughs> is that a tiger? Why yeah. is that lion covered in blood all the time? <laughs> Does he not even jump in the water oh. to wash it off? He's like, so bloody. He lets it get matted to his fur. No. 
He's a tree. Yeah. He Think about the money. guy whose job that was for 11 years to fucking squirt blood on Togar. Well, six years they shot the movie. Oh, okay. 11 was production. Six. We, well, That's he, all. That guy was, well, you know that guy, the guy was listed in the credits. It was Togar. Blood squirter. No, it was Togar. He, every day he just kills something. He just murdered all thing. around it. No, he just went by the fake blood thing and put his own makeup on. <laughs> they let him in the trailer. Togar has his trailer. He had his own trailer. He's his own makeup guy. He Togar. was credited in the movie. Togar's his own trailer. Togar's his own. I feel like when Togar is like not in that movie, he speaks like proper British English. <laughs> like he's a really good actor. Yeah, he has he has a bathrobe on. <laughs> he sips his little tea. It's true. He does sip he's his like, tea. Togar on set. Excuse me. <laughs> Getting into my character. Let me let me get my blood on. So how many roars out of five? Oh Jesus! How many roars? Well, a lot. I told you how many lines there were. Roar, 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 roar. <laughs> God damn it. I don't, I don't know if that needed to happen. Why did that have to happen? It certainly didn't. Why did you do that? Did you invite... Is that Togar calling in? <laughs> For humor. All right, all right. Hold on. We got Togar on the line. Wait, wait. Did I just say, why did you do that? You go for humor? <laughs> We needed some humor here, so I'm going to growl like a lion, but not really. I'm just going to say the name of the movie three to four times. Why did that have to happen? Hold on, Togar, Togar hung up on us. You're too busy making fun of me that he had. No, you, pushed, you pushed the wrong button. <laughs> you stupid jerks. <laughs> I'm leaving. I've got, I've got a movie to shoot. That was my favorite. That's what he said after he discovers the mauled. Gun toters. <laughs> you stupid jerks. They're already yeah. dead. He's very frustrated. Yeah, you stupid God. corpses that are mangled and had one was just a half torso. Oh, yeah, they were, they were in pretty gross condition by the time he actually found them. Yeah. That was no bad. reason to call them jerks at that point. He tried his best to end the attack, but I mean, it why was even too go late. near the bodies at that point? Why even why even bother? Like, well, and then he's, he's like, crying he's just over fucking to... Donnie, and I'm like, oh, asshole, the family have been trying to rush home and Save is still yeah. under attack. We didn't even know there was a lion named Donnie until he walks by <laughs> well, his dead Donnie. Well, he would just randomly Donnie. say names of animals anyways. Like, there was like there's, a hundred lions. There's Jimbo, there's Rex, there's Blabaloo. There was, there was <laughs> no Blabaloo or Rex. I'm just saying, though, he would just randomly like, like, name drop his... names to go to. <laughs> he would just... Blabaloo and Rex. <laughs> Those are the two lions you decide when you're saying normal names. I I was making up earlier, like Jeff, Sam, no, Rex and blah blah blue. I also said Jimbo. I let Jimbo, Jimbo see Jimbo I feel like was borderline. It's like Jimbo, okay, maybe he's a, you know, he's, he's from a different part of the country. You know, Jim, James, Jimbo. Rex, all right, then blah blah blue. This is out the window. I wasn't being literal, but we can go with that. He's from the same family as Togar and blah blah blue. Togar, that sounds like a legitimate thing that yeah. people are just call their animals. It's Togar. True. I can't wait till I get a pet lion and him blah blah blue. <laughs> it make me real happy. It's a cat name. If you're going to get a new cat in the next next week or two, name him blah blah blue. Blah blah blue. Yeah. It happens. Do you smell that? <laughs> I have no idea. It's open for you to interpretation. It, it is. It's true. So, but I, I'd give it like five roars. Five roars out of five. Five Jesus roars out of five. Christ. How many roars would you give it, Cody? I mean, I guess it, it, it is every roar. It is so <laughs> multiple roars. Cody gives it multiple it's roars. Many roars. Like, more than one roar at least. Many roars. Well, 
next week, we've gone from the wild and dangerous jungles of Africa. Can we just talk about Roar again? We're just going to talk about Roar. All right, tune in next week for Roar. Roar, Roar, two, Roar, Roar 2.0. The same. The same. We're going to go film our own Roar. Whoa, this escalated fast. We're just going to break into the zoo like that little boy did. <laughs> I was about to get gorillas killed. Break into the zoo like yeah. that little boy. That'll be called B-Movie, B-movie Breakdown Cinema Hell. How many animals can we get killed today? No, it'll be called B-Movie Break In. Cause we're oh! oh! B-Movie Break In! <laughs> set it up. Please. Yes! It. Yes! So, so oh, next week yes. we're going from 1981 yeah. to 1986. Oh, that's a but big But during jump. the movie we're going to time travel back to the 50s. Ooh. And this movie's not Back to the Future, it's is it? It's not Back to the it's Future. It's not All Back right, to the Future. a minute here. We're going to watch yeah. 1986's Peggy Sue Got Married. Now, some people may not, may not, maybe even never heard of this movie, or may not think that it's a B-movie because of the star power and the star power of the director, Francis Ford Coppola. What? And you have uh, <coughs> a huge huge cast of Kathleen Turner and Nicolas Cage. Oh, what? Just, just those two alone. Yeah. Big How names. bizarre. This is why the or, B stands for bizarre in this. In Jim Carrey, early role for Jim Carrey. What? I don't know. It might have been after Once Bitten, maybe before Earth Girls Are Easy, sometime around that time of Jim Carrey's oh career. Oh my gosh, it's getting crazy. And it's a, uh, it's a time travel movie. It's a 43-year-old mother and housewife who's facing divorce is thrust back into time when she attends her high school reunion and faints. Given the what? Ch- given the chance to change the course of her life, she finds herself making many of the same choices. So someone spiked the punch with acid and... <laughs> so yeah, she woman she goes to her high, high school, school. <laughs> faints and she wakes back up Just in think high about school. That. Think about putting... I've often had... Well, I think about time travel more than I probably should. <laughs> you know, what if? What would you do? Yeah. Same situation. Plan, uh, plan choice and decisions. Are you the same person you are then? Had you changed? Yeah. We'll find out. In most cases, you're the same person. It's to see what, what Peggy Sue does when she goes back in time. You make the same mistakes. That's what you do. But it's a really, really interesting time travel movie. It's it's mind-boggling. I, I need to see this. We're watching I, it to see it again. To I cannot wait. I have never seen it. You watched parts... But I believe you did not watch every part. Correct. So I, re- I am awaiting to have my mind boggled. Peggy Sue's going back in time <laughs> with a chance to change your destiny. Maybe we'll change our destinies. I don't know if it'll have that much of an effect on my this life. Movie. <laughs> I think it's pretty bold. Maybe we'll faint while watching it, and we'll go back in time. No, if Whoa. we faint while watching it, we're just gonna wake up around a bunch of lions because that's what happens. That's what happens. You go into a deep sleep and you wake up around lions. It's true. It's true. I hope Gary's there. Gary will be there. Gary and Rex and Baba Blue. <laughs> don't mention, don't self-reference that character ever so again. For Gary, Rex, and Baba Blue. Oh, God. <laughs> this was the B-Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. My name's Nick, but you know that. And we were joined this week by... Hi, I'm Cody. It's Cody. So come back next week for more of the best of the worst. Yep. It's the best of the worst.